capital of the world, Sault Ste. Marie, as we go on a wrestling adventure into the heart of the Pro Wrestling Command Center, the desk of EAS, the champion of wrestling podcasts. And here is our host, EAS. Welcome to the Desk of EAS, the champion of wrestling podcast, episode 160, 21,000 downloads. Thank you very much. What a great 2023 we've had here at the Desk of EAS here in Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan. SmackDown results, AEW Rampage results, AEW Collision results, Raw results, NXT results, AEW Dynamite, NFL Week 16 predictions, EAS Playbook exclusive Facebook at 2 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. This week's show, the Four Horsewomen four horsewomen of professional wrestling. Book of the Week, Wrestler of the Week, DVD of the Week, Top 10 Singles and Tag Teams, Women's Top 10 EAS Wrestling Show of the Week, Match of the Week, EAS Flashback, This Day in History, EAS is Stock Up or Stock Down, EAS is Fave 5 for the men and for the women. Also, a spotlight that is awesome, a Michigan-based spotlight. Top 50 Super Heavyweights of all time, the Mount Rushmore, 40 to 1. We'll tell you what's going to happen in the new year on the first Top 50 wrestlers and what they are. EAS Wrestling Year-End Awards to close out things. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. We'll tell you when we're going to return. Follow me from the desk of EAS Entertainment Wrestling Store. More on Facebook, Podbean. Download all 159 episodes. Follow me on the X at EAS Desk of 2004. Big shout outs to Robin Stacey and Wallace, Ron in Knoxville, Jonathan Detroit Haynes in West Virginia, Buckshot in the Sioux, Lee in Ohio, Grace and Garrett in Midland, Jody in the Sioux, Mom and Dad on Drummond Island, David in Tucson, Kelly in Canton, Michigan, Libby in the Sioux, Landon in Midland, Kim and Brad Midland, and Michael and Cheyenne here in Sioux, St. Marie, Michigan. Welcome to the desk of EAS Entertainment. It is cold, partly cloudy, very, very cold here in the wrestling capital of the world in Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan. And we're glad you're here at the desk of EAS Entertainment, the final desk of EAS, Chamber of Wrestling Podcast Show of 2023. And what a great 2023. We're going to wrap things up, like I said, with our annual year-end awards. That's why they're called annual. And uh, cannot wait for that show to uh, have you guys listen to it in what I consider the match of the year and wrestler of the year, rookie of the year is going to be a shocker to you. And I uh, can't wait to share that with you all. And uh, like I said, welcome to the desk of EAS Entertainment, Wrestling Historian and more. And also the Champion of Wrestling Podcast, the desk of EAS Champion of Wrestling Podcast, episode 160, part of EAS Entertainment. And we're glad you're a big part of that. SmackDown results, Roman Reigns returns, Randy Orton, U.S. and uh, returns. Again, and the United States Championship Tournament uh, continues. We're at the Resch Center in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Michael Cole, Corey Graves, and Kevin Patrick on the call. And uh, SmackDown kicks off with the with Roman Reigns, the undisputed World's Heavyweight Champion. He comes on. The Tribal Chief comes on. Paul Heyman, Jimmy Uso, and Solo Sokoa. Come out. Michael Cole mentions that Roman has been champion for 1,202 days. See the clips of last week's tag team match in the main event where Randy Orton and LA Knight got the win against Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa. Roman tells Green Bay to acknowledge him, and the fans put their fingers in the air and point to the sky. Roman tells them to shut their mouths. He said he would not have done that if they would have kept the boss down, the booze down, pardon me. Says it's Christmas season. It's a holiday season. 
He's here to celebrate. It's promotion season because he's good. He's a good boss. He's a fair tribal chief. When someone is doing good, we'll let them know. When someone is doing bad, they smash them, but that's not tonight. And tonight is about one man. He's bent over backwards, sacrificed everything. This man understands what it means to keep the family at the top of the mountain. And if something happens to him, this person is the next in line. We see Jimmy smiling behind Roman. Fans chant Randy, and Roman looks at the crowd. Roman says, that isn't for Randy Orton. This man is going to be responsible for the bloodline. This is the next tribal chief. Roman tells Jimmy to join him and congratulate his brother, Solo. Jimmy looks around, and Roman hugs Solo and tells him he loves him. Randy Orton's music hits, and Orton comes out. Back from commercial, Orton says, get in the ring, and the fans chant Randy says for 18 months he's been thinking about the, this moment, about what he was going to do, what he was going to say. The only thing really matters, really needs to tell Roman is that <clears throat> he's coming for him. Took 18 months for him. Now he's going to take everything away from him. And he doesn't care which one of the family members he has to go through to get the job done. Randy tells Roman it starts tonight and ends at the Royal Rumble because he is challenging Roman Reigns for the WWE Undisputed World Championship at the Royal Rumble. And uh, Roman says, by the signs of the fan, it sounds... Like Orton deserves it. Roman says Orton was thinking about this for 18 months. But Roman has not thought about him. No, he's been gone for 18 months. He has not done anything to earn this opportunity, and he does not deserve this opportunity. And he can go to the back of the line where he belongs. He says everyone wants to hang with the tribal chief, but there's not how it works. He tells Orton to do what he does, which is to tap into that dumb head of his, to listen to that voice. He says it's not 2007. His head is head and shoulders above him and everyone else. Tells Randy if he has a match with him, he won't be away for 18 months to be retirement because he's never coming back. Randy says maybe Roman is right. He's looking in the eyes of the tribal chief and he can see that Roman has changed for the better. He is no longer just a historical champion, he's a legend. Orton tells Roman that he has changed to him, he has evolved. The one thing Randy Orton will forever be is a legend killer. And Roman Reigns goes apeshit, Orton goes to RKO room, but Roman gets out of it. Orton tells Roman... Maybe you should start thinking about him. Orton points to his ear and says, he's getting something from the voices in his head, and they're telling him that Roman might have just crapped his pants. They also said that the daddy's bad. Orton throws the microphone and leaves the ring. Fans go crazy. United States Championship Tournament, Grayson Waller versus NXT's Carmelo Hayes, former NXT World Champion and former three-time North American Champion. Carmelo Hayes in a very entertaining matchup. Grayson Waller, believe it or not, looked good in this matchup. Not a big fan of Grayson Waller, but he looked, he gave him his due and his kudos and his flowers, whatever you want to call it. He looked good, but Carmelo Hayes looked better, and Carmelo Hayes wins this. Cut backstage, see Randy Orton walking in, comes LA Knight, and he asks Orton for what time he should set his alarm to save the night. Orton tells him doesn't need his help. LA Knight says it's a numbers game, and they know how the numbers work. He tells Orton that he would probably not have been able to sign his SmackDown contract if it wasn't for him. Orton tells him they won the, their tag team match last week, and they're good right now. He tells LA Knight that they should keep it that way and to do that. LA Knight has to stay out of his way. LA Knight tells Orton the only person who will get in the championships off of Roman Reigns is him, and he walks away. Awesome backstage. United States Championship Tournament, Kevin Owens and Austin Theory back in the ring again. Kind of getting sick of this, but Kevin Owens goes on to win this matchup. It's all to say it's the same match that they always do. Love Kevin Owens. Uh, they cut back stage. Roman Reigns is sitting in his locker room, and uh, he says, What's supposed to be a celebration? And Orton ruined Solo's moment. He asked me, Is 
You saw it, and Jimmy says he saw it. Roman says someone should silence Orton, and Jimmy says he can do it, but sounds like a job for the tribal heir. Roman says it's a promotion season. If he can silence Orton alone, this could be big for him. Ask Jimmy if he understands, and Jimmy says, yeet. Roman looks at him, and Jimmy tells him, no yeet, which was funny. Carrying Cross video plays, he says this place is about to be recycled. The moment he stepped into the door, everything was set in motion, and now we are at the threshold, a new beginning. Everything is about to crumble. Yes, if you can see it yet, and that soon you will. I love carrying cross. Sick of them repackaging them. Hopefully, they give them a big push with uh, Paul Avec, the game Triple H in charge. Carrying cross hopefully will be a big contender. Love to see him if, say, they don't put the belt on, which they will at WrestleMania 4 against Cody Rhodes. But Cody Rhodes' big challenge could be carrying cross. Got Kevin Owens holding his arm walking backstage, comes. Cameron Grimes, who says he wishes he could have punched us there like that. It comes Caleb Braxton will ask him about his match against Carmelo Hayes next week. He says he's almost like Carmelo Hayes. He says that almost 10 years ago. Showed up on Raw and went face-to-face with John Cena. And comes Carmelo Hayes. He tells Owens that he's not like Austin Theory and Grayson Waller. He won't punch him down. Uh, cut down Charlotte Flair. Injured her knee and is going to be out for nine months. Then Bailey comes out with damage control. She says she created damage control to be the most dominant uh, women's faction in WWE history, and every day they get closer to that goal. Bailey says she will win the Royal Rumble and take Rhea Ripley's title from Raw. She hypes up every member of the damage control. Kabuki Warriors, Kari Sane, and Asuka take on Zelina Vega and Mi Chin. It was an okay matchup, not great, and the Kabuki Warriors win the match. They will be coming new World Tag Team Champions eventually, in my opinion. There a video of Santos Escobar talking about his chance, his chance last time of becoming WWE United States champion was ripped away by Rey Mysterio. It says this time he will take on Bobby Lashley. He's about to all appearances, expensive suits, and fancy dinners. He says he understands, but it doesn't matter in the ring. And when he's through with Bobby, he will not want to show his ugly face on SmackDown ever again. When he's done with everyone else, he will take away what he that gave to Logan Paul, and he will become the United States champion. Actually, Kevin Owens is going to win the tournament and beat Logan Paul at the Royal Rumble, in my opinion. Randy Orton versus Jimmy Uso in the main event. It uh, was a good matchup. Jimmy Uso actually looked really strong in this match, but Randy Orton goes on to win this matchup. Big shout-outs to uh, Robin Stacy and Wallace and Ronda Knoxville, Jonathan Torrey Haynes in West Virginia, and Buckshot in the Sioux, and Michael and Shine in the Sioux. You're listening to the Desk of EAS, the Chamber of Wrestling Podcast, Episode 160, 21,000 downloads. AEW Rampage results. Orange Cassidy, Marshall, and Ross Von Erich defeated Jake Hager, Matt Menard, Angela Parker, after Marshall pinned Parker. Good matchup. The Von Erich boys, Ross and Marshall in the ring. Their father, Kevin Von Erich, came in and put on an iron claw on Matt Menard. This is awesome to see the Von Erich uh, brothers, Marshall and Ross, third-generation wrestlers, and they are former MLW World Tag Team Champions, but they look great in the ring. Uh, also, the first match should have been, well, that must have been the first match. Uh, Kyle Fletcher and Powerhouse Hobbs uh, defeated Hunter Gray and Paul Titan. Find out that Kyler Fletcher filled the vacancy of the ROH World Television Championship at uh their year-end show. Top Flight, Action Andretti took on Commander uh, El Dio Vikingo and Penta Elzera Mielo. Great trios matchup. This was considered match of the week. Could be match of the year. We'll see, but excellent matchup if you get a chance. Go back and watch AEW Rampage. This made the night. Top Flight, Action Andretti. 
keep rolling. They won, but what a matchup. These guys did it all in the ring. They did springboard, moonsaws. They did everything that you can do, and it was awesome. AEW collision results. Winner is coming broadcast from Curtis Caldwell Center in Garland, Texas. The Continental Classic Tournament Blue League. Excuse me, Andrada Elilo, who has nine points, takes on Claudio Castanoli, who has three points for the Blackpool Combat Club. This looked odd. This is a great matchup on paper. It was better in the ring. Claudio did get the big swing in. Claudio looked good in this matchup. Andrade El Idolo looked awesome. Fans were chanting AEW. It reminded me of ECW. And Claudio stays live and tightens things up in the Blue League using the Gotch style power driver to pin Andrade. Abaddon and Jasmine Allure. Okay, Abaddon is scary as hell. And if she defeats Allure. AEW International title matchup, freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy against the Bonnie Hunter Brian Keith from Ring of Honor. Good matchup. This Brian Keith is excellent. He tipped his hat after he lost to freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy, who has won over 90% of his matches this year in 2023, which is awesome. He's considered, believe it or not, wrestler of the year this year. Vignette aired on the Redeemer mural. I'm the Redeemer. I don't want to fight Andrade because he is my wife's client. I want to fight him because he's an asshole. He is, is lost to Claudio in this tournament, brings up one step closer to being eliminated. I'm done avoiding people to please my wife, ready to kill everyone to please myself. I fought the light for so long that I let my darkness consume me. This is the word of the Redeemer. Lexinaire is backstage with Commander. In an interview, they're interrupted by Roderick Strong in the kingdom. Mike Bennett and Matt Taven. Roderick Strong says, hey, despite all the good things she's saying about you, you don't win last night, and that's not good. You see, I'm a former Ring of Honor World Television Champion and Survival of the Fittest winner. Matt Taven, I won the TV title my very first night under contract. Rock Strong. So just wanted to let you know this. Myself, I'm looking to get back on the horse, pun intended. And fellas think I found my next victim. Commander! FTR Dax Harvard Cash Wheeler came down to the ring. Wheeler says, House of Black, let me say first and foremost, if you have a problem with us, no more magic, no more sneak attacks. Come on out here and speak to us face to face. I'll tell you, I think, I think your problem is you've seen the success we've had in the past three years. Here in AEW, we came here and we've had the best run of our careers. We've been the Ring of Honor, the AAA, the New Japan, and two-time AEW World Tag Team Champions. And you, you're still just unrealized potential. I think you're mad at yourselves. I think you see the success that Brody had in the Continental Classic, and you're jealous of that. I think you've seen the success that Julia has had, and you're jealous of that, but you're not going to take your anger out on our, yourselves. You're not going to direct it yourselves. You're going to direct it at the living legends. Dax Harwood says you can say we're not the best looking, and that's okay. You can say we're not the flashiest. I've heard we're hard to do business with. There's one thing that you can't say about FTR, and that's we'll be back down. We won't back down from a fight. I don't mind taking an ass whooping all at my life. I'm in for money, and that's okay, but I do have a problem with a sucker punch from behind. I'm going to lay out a challenge first time ever, House of Black. Uh, Dax Michael went dead, and the arena lights went out. The House of Black appeared on the big screen. Buddy Matthews told FTR that they were here to prove a point. That no one in the back has FTR's back. Mark Briscoe, he won't save you, Dax. Your wife, your kid, you won't save you. Everyone you love won't save you, but I wanted to direct this question to Cash. Who loves you? All these people love Dax, but who loves you? I'll tell you who loves you. We love you. We we embrace you. We welcome you. We welcome both of you We and our family. Malachi Black says, see, there's this thing, this constant here, that this is personal. It's not personal. No, this is what happens when we have to prove a point so aggressively that it even hurts us because this is love. Because let me ask you a question. 
We attacked you. Who came to save you? No one. So do we lie? We did not lie. And if I were to make a per make it personal, I would picture of you of your wife and your daughter, and I would do this to it. But he held a picture while Malachi lit it on fire. Malachi Black. It's a symbolic, like or not, we're not, we're your family now. And they went. FTR went in the back, and after him, they went over the edge. In my opinion. Texas Street right, Chris Dalen and Will Nightingale versus Mercedes Martinez and Diamante. This match was bloody. It was awesome. And uh, Chris Dalen had a hand wrapped with a steel chain. Statler hit the knockout blow on Diamante and then pinned her. Time was Tony Storm uh, and Mariah May backstage. And they said whoever won between Soraya and Rio would face Storm at World's End. And she asked Storm if she had any preference of who she faced. Storm says not really. And asked Renee asked Mariah if there are any updates on how her debut opponent might be. Well, Tony Khan helped me apply for the American Wrestling License. So very soon as Miss Storm, you were sensational on the commentary. Dynamite. And I was hoping you could commentary my first match. Darlin, I'm very busy. That's okay. Maybe you could check it out. Offer some pointers. Darlin, I'm very busy. But next time I hold the seminar, you'll be the very first to know. And as for Rio and Saray, go ahead and go out there and slap each other around. Rip each other's hair about world ends. I'll be facing either one of you two bland baldies. ROH World Six-Man Tag Team Championship the Machine Brian Cage takes on Kerry Wright, and Brian Cage goes on to win this, destroying him. Lexi's backstage with Brian Cage at the Gates of Agony and Prince Nana. Lemus Keatley interrupts. Congratulations in order. However, despite you can tell him by patience runs thin and time is running out, him is Swerve Strickland. Continental Classic, Blue League, ROH World Champion still, and NJPW Strong Open Weight Champion, Eddie Kingston with three points against Daniel Garcia. And really good matchup, hard hitting, but Eddie Kingston with his back elbow uh, smashes Daniel Garcia in a close matchup. Pins him one, two, three. Continental Classic, House of Black, Brody King, six versus Brian Danielson with six points. And Brian Danielson and Brody King battle it out, but Brian Danielson has inched forward to nine points, having uh, Kevin Kelly and Commodani beating Brody King, who is, I love Brody King. Brody King is awesome. One of my favorite wrestlers, um, part of the House of Black, and uh, he looked really good against Brian Danielson in the main event. He's looked good in Battle Royals. He's looking good in a lot of stuff. Big shout out to Lee in Ohio, Robin Stacey and Wallace, Ron in Knoxville, Libby in the Sioux, and Kelly in Canton, Michigan. We're in Des Moines, Iowa, the Wells Fargo Arena for Monday Night Raw. Uh, Creed Brothers will challenge the Judgment Day of the Undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships. Chelsea Green and Piper Niven will defend the Women's Tag Team Championships. Caden Carter and Katana Chance. Shinsuke Nakamura deliver the American Nightmare before Christmas. And the Ring General Gunther will defend against Intercon Champion The Miz. This was a great way to end Monday Night Raw in 2023. Awesome, awesome. The Judgment Day makes her way to the ring. Undisputed WWE World Tag Team Champions Finn Balor and Damon Priest head to the ring alongside Women's World Champion Rhea Ripley, Dirty Dominic Mysterio, and J.D. McDonough. In an awesome match of the week, defending the World Tag Team Championships against, uh, you'll see them against later on in the show, against Creed Brothers. Miracle on 34th Street Fight, J.D. McDonough takes on R-Truth, and R-Truth wins this. Knows what it is, a street fight. R-Truth wins. I thought J.D. should have got the win, but he didn't. Jack addresses the man, Becky Lynch, in the ring when we return from break. Uh, before she can say a word, the man, Becky Lynch, makes her way to the ring. Lynch heads to the ring, and Jax leaves. Lynch asks where she's going. If Jax has something to say, she can say it to her face. Jax says, 
As much as she loved to break her face again, she has more important matters to deal with. Before Lynch interrupts her, she was going to announce she was entering the Royal Rumble. Lynch says no one cares. They might care that Jack's here. They don't, but they might care that Lynch is there. They do. The man has come around to Domoy and is looking for a fight. Jack says there is a reason for uh, for her to be afraid Lynch is the moneymaker of this company. If they went one-on-one, -on -one, that would end Lynch's the size of her leg. She would squash her and break her face. Lynch says she's the moneymaker because they'll fight anyone at any time and anywhere. It's not them that are scared. It's Jack's because her entire existence. Her has been on the back of their other names. First, it was their cousins. Now it's Lynch's. Her only claim to fame is that she broke the nose of the greatest to ever do it. Jax doesn't want this fight because there will be no woman made the man. It's just a woman who lost the greatest to ever do it. If Jax wants to prove everyone wrong, she can fight her. Jax calls for a referee and runs down, but Jax leaves the ring, and they did collide, but no match. Intercontinental Championship matchup. If the Miz does not win, he does not get another shot at the Intercontinental Championship while the ring general is wearing it. Gunther. Gunther was pushed to his limits by the Miz. Excellent matchup. They chopped the hell out of each other. Miz worked on the knee of Gunther. Came really close to winning the Intercontinental Championship, but Gunther goes on to win this matchup, getting pissed off and using the power bomb. Eric Nightmare for Christmas was lame. Raw General Manager Adam Pierce's office. Akira Shizawa is in the office of the Raw General Manager Adam Pierce. Pierce asks if this is the match he really wants, and Tozawa says it is. Tozawa walks out. We don't know what the match is. Women's State Team Champions Chelsea Green and Piper New Walken want the match canceled Christmas. Pierce to Clisons and tells them the match is next. They are angrily walk out as Big Bronson re walks in. Reed says, Jared Pierce has a plan to determine Gunther's next challenge. And Pierce says, They can talk. Caden Carter and Katana Chance make their way to the ring. They will take on the World Tag Team Champions of Chelsea Green and Piper Niven. Good matchup. I didn't think Green and Niven would lose, but they did. We have new World Tag Team Champions in Caden Carter and Katana Chance. They were the last. NXT World Tag Team Champions before they fused the belts into one World Tag Team Championship. Ivar versus Akira Tozawa. Ivar destroys Akira Tozawa in the matchup. Seth Frickin' Rollins appears uh, in his hometown in Des Moines, Iowa. World Heavyweight Champion Seth Frickin' Rollins makes his way to the ring. Rollins announced as Iowa's own. Rollins looks fired up, but there to be there. Rollins welcomes Des Moines to Monday Night Rollins. Iowa sings to him. Things been hitting up. For this Iowa boy, after his little confrontation last week, he's feeling more motivated than ever. Has to continue being the best world champion in the entire industry. If they thought 2023 was something, wait until they see what happens in 2024. Starts with day one when he defends his World's Heavyweight Championship on January 1st, 2024 against Drew McIntyre. Crowd boos McIntyre. Ron says he can say what he will about Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre music hits, so we don't get to hear what Rollins has to, go, has to say. Ron says before he says anything, he hasn't forgotten about that headbutt. McIntyre said he's not here to fight because they have day one set. McIntyre is proud of Rollins. Somebody turning a blind eye, kissing arse regarding CM Punk, but not Rollins. Rollins looked him right in the eye and told him the truth. That is a real leader. McIntyre says Rollins is on top of the world right now. He's on a roll. Heading to a festive season with what is basically his hometown crowd singing his song. Probably feels good. McIntyre has been thinking about his family and the sacrifices they made. Magnar started to feel guilty. His family is getting older, and after 16 years, he questioned it was worth it. Rollins knows how he feels, and his wife sacrificed every single week. Rollins has been part of the difficult conversations, such as missing a wedding or not being there for a family member, getting sick. McIntyre says his mother heard that. All he wanted to do was be by her side, but they told him not to come home and keep fighting for their dream.
Suddenly they were not there anymore. McIntyre is choked up a bit. McIntyre doesn't want that title. He needs the title. McIntyre has to know that it was worth it. And the hurt he brought to his family was worth it. McIntyre will hurt Rollins and do whatever it takes the title from day one. Rollins says people don't know how to feel about McIntyre. McIntyre says things like Rollins wants to take heart and believe him, but his actions and words haven't lined up. Rollins doesn't know whether to believe him. McIntyre came to him after Crown Jewel. McIntyre said he would earn his way back to the World's Heavyweight Championship and has done that. As much as McIntyre needs this, what makes him think the outcome this time will be any different? McIntyre says he'll do whatever it takes. He, he is willing to cheat, lie, hurt people, take shortcuts. McIntyre has changed in that regard, but he's still the same. McIntyre still wants to point the finger at everyone else. McIntyre will do whatever it takes except the one thing that takes to be champion, takes responsibility for your actions. McIntyre needs to look in the mirror and face reality that the only person keeping Drew McIntyre being a world champion is Drew McIntyre. Last week he took a look at a man in the eye and told him he hated him. This week he's looking Drew McIntyre in the eye and doesn't hate him. He pities him. Rollins says, Merry Christmas, Drew. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Rollins goes to walk off. McIntyre grabs him. Rollins punches away at him and super kicks him out of the ring. Rollins hits a suicide dive and punches away at McIntyre. McIntyre pulls Rollins face first into the LED barricade. McIntyre punches away at him and says he's not a guy you pity. McIntyre grabs him and hits an inverted elbow and slam on the steel steps. Rollins grabs his left elbow in pain, and McIntyre walks off. It was awesome. Backstage, Creed Brothers warming up backstage. American Nightmare Cody Rhodes walks up to them and wishes them uh, luck, good luck before leaving. Creed Brothers flip out with glee about Cody Rhodes speaking to them. So that is the GOAT. Kofi Kingston was Kofi Claus. Don't care about that. Ludwig Kaiser took on main event Jay Uso. It was a good matchup. Jay Uso goes on to win this. Judgment Day's Clubhouse. Don't care about that. The Undisputed World Tag Team Championship matchup was our main event. This matchup was awesome. The Creed Brothers did a lot of stuff the Steiner Brothers did. Uh, jumping off and doing Bulldogs, doing the Brutus Bomb. Enjoyed this very much. But I was shocked. They build the Creed Brothers. They want the Creed Brothers to... Uh, chase the titles into 2024, which is okay booking, in my opinion, not great booking. And uh, so we see that uh, the Cree brothers lose this matchup. NXT uh, North American title, triple threat title match. Talk more about that. Fallon Henley take on Tiffany Stratton. In a really good matchup, and Fallon Henley defeats the former NXT World Heavyweight Champion in a great close matchup. Tiffany Stratton throws garbage on her at the end of the match and leaves her lamp. Fallon Henley is the future of NXT. Tiffany Stratton, in my opinion, will be in, will be on probably uh, Monday Night Raw at the beginning of 2024. First round NXT men's breakout tournament match. Lexus King defeated Dion Lennox. Miles give Lennox Lexus King, former Formerly known as Brian Pillman Jr., the contract and breakout. Connor James and Izzy Dane defeated Thea Hale and JC Jane. Pretty easy matchup. North American Championship uh, three-way dance. Dragon Lee, Charlie Dempsey, and Joe Coffey. Excellent matchup. Charlie Dempsey looked like he was going to win the North American title, but Dragon Lee retains. Tavis Sutton uh, goes on to beat, take on Luke Kusafun. And Tavis Heights wins this. Nikita Lyons and Tatum Paxley. Uh, we're in the ring. Uh, let's see my, okay. And here we go. Nikita Lyons defeated Tax and Paxley. Gallus, Mark Coffey, and Wolfgang with Joe Coffey defeated Hank Walker and Tank Ledger. Uh, the main event, Ilya Dragunov versus Ridge Holland ended in an old contest. I was told or read that it's a storyline, but Ilya Dragunov got carted off 
on a stretcher and holding his neck. Big shout-outs to Ron in Knoxville, Robin Stacey Walsh, Jonathan Detroit Haynes in West Virginia, Buckshot in the Sioux, and David in Tucson. AEW Dynamite was Dynamite. We're in Oklahoma City Center, Paycom Center, and the return of good old JR, Jim Ross. Found out that he had some sugar issues, got that under control, new diet. So welcome back, uh, Jim Ross. Uh, Continental Classic Gold, John Mox standing. John Moxley has 12 points. We're circling at 9, Jay White at 9, Roosh at 6, Briscoe and Lethal at 0. Continental Classic Gold League, uh, Swerve Strickland take on LFI's Roosh. Hard-hitting, great matchup. We saw Swerve Strickland get the three count and earn 12 points. Uh, back in the room, Roosh and Swerve stunned. Uh, Chris Jericho's backstage with an important announcement. Jericho said last week on Thursday of Dynamite, Kenny Omega ended up in the hospital. He's suffering from divictorlitis. Divictorlitis. Probably screwed that up. The same thing that Brock Lesnar had, diverticulitis. Got it out finally. So I shared on social media now. I have the news that Kenny Omega is out of AEW indefinitely. We don't know how long or how short that's going to be, but one thing that's affected the Golden Jets, opportunity to become the AEW World Tag Champions by beating Ricky Starks and Big Bill at World's End. What we decide what we're going to do in the meantime, the most important thing is Kenny's help. I just wanted to let you know we're all pulling for Kenny. Pulling for Kenny for you, Kenny, the AW fans, as you can hear the entire locker room, and most importantly me, and take as long as you need to get healthy. <clears throat> Excuse me, but when you come back, we're all going to be here. I'm going to be waiting for you and the Golden Jets will resume. Good night, goodbye, but only for now. Pulling for you, Kenny. We'll see you soon. Kendall Classic League, this matchup, zero points for each man. Mark Briscoe with the froggy splash beats Jay Lethal to get his three points, shutting out Jay Lethal from the Continental Classic with no points. Uh, AEW World, ROH World Dating Champion, ROH World Champion, ROH World Dating Champion, MJF. They showed MJF being inducted in the National Jewish Sports Hall of Fame. That was awesome. Saw Vignetta and Wardlow. Saying that you, Max, we're getting closer to your world ender. Soon the world see broken. Max, payment for your sins cannot be delayed any longer, and I'll be the one to bring the devil to his knees, said Wardlow. Samoa Joe came, comes out to the ring. Fans chant for Joe. Joe says, my name is Samoa Joe, and once again I have come here seeking answers. Last week I was asking the right questions, but maybe I wasn't asking the right questions, even though Roderick Strong may be the dumbest bulb on the Christmas tree. He brings up a good point. Week after week, we're assaulted by the devil, and it seems our illustrious world champion isn't the only victim. As a matter of fact, for some odd reason, Hangman Adam Page is a victim. Then we think back to the malicious attack on our world champion, and it seems every time the devil's attacks attack someone, we get plenty of footage of them getting stomped out, but our world champion was just found gingerly laid down in the back, passed out very conveniently on the ground. So once again, I've come to ask quite right questions, but maybe not the right people. So MJF, why do you come out here right Right now, uh, MJF comes out and says, MJF cuts my music. Joe, let me get this straight. So I get jumped in the back by a bunch of goons, get hit in the back by a beer bottle, and you're out here accusing me of being the man behind the mask, the devil. Is that correct? Correct. That's really interesting, Joe. I recall that you said you were going to protect me in our main event going to Long Island for the world title. Matter of fact, I think you said from henceforth, MJF, you're in my property. So no show, Joe. become pretty clear that you care about your property, about as much as you care about your diet. So if you're throwing accusations around, Joe, I got some accusations of my own. So I get jumped in the back 
<coughs> the goons surround me, the ring, but I don't recall them laying a finger on you. Joe, so let's see. I don't like you. Now I don't trust you. So am I waiting until December 30th at the world's end when I can end your world right now? JF shoves Samoa Joe, sort of masked men run to the ring, and Samoa Joe at and MJF go on to beat, trying to beat each other up. During the lights went dark. The man in the mask appears on the big screen. There's a graphic scrawled across the screen that read, Where can you go? Who can you trust? Next week, will you accept the challenge for the ROH World Titan Championships? Are you a hero, Max? MJF says, Joe, I know you're going to say you're going to say no again, but I made a promise to my best friend that I would defend those tag team titles no matter what until he comes back. Small Joe says, We accept. Seems the best way to handle the devil is your bare hands. Next week, we beat his boys' asses. New World Tag Team Champions is going to be Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. Why do I say that? Because Adam Cole, baby, is the devil. And uh, also part of that crew, because Adam Cole was part of the kingdom, the kingdom will be part of that crew. So there's your five men, the leader, and the other four, two tag teams, and the leader, Adam Cole. That is the Devil's crew. And you will see Red Dragon win the ROH World Tag Team Championships for a fourth time. That's just my opinion. Uh, Alex, again, for a moment, said Taz, while Blockbuster announcement is MJ of Samoa Joe Knight in the face of the devil, but as world ends, they will not be partners. The champion MJF challenges Samoa Joe, said Excalibur. Now he's backstage with Chris Statlander, AW International, Orange Cassidy, Trent, and Rocky Romero. Rocky Romero says, says, was just talking about how he lost his belt, and Orange Cassidy goes, yeah, I know. Renee just spent 320 days as CML World Historic Welterweight Champion. Rocky says, yeah, last week when I lost it, but I'm just looking for new international opportunities and just want to bring gold around this place. Or says, oh, okay, I get it, fine. I'll see you Friday, Rocky. So that'll be good. Renee sounds it's official for this Friday Rampage. Orin Cassie versus Rocky Romero for the AEW International Championship. Winner between Saray and Rio. <coughs> get timeless Tony Storm. And Rio goes on to win this matchup. Tony Schweiner write a prepared statement from TNT Chairman Christian Cage. Not going to read about that, but. World and ROH World Age Team MJ was walking backstage. Max stopped on his tracks when he saw a black mask on the floor. It was right in front of him at the Mogul Embassy's dressing room. MJF knocked on the door. Prince not opened the door, and Max grabbed him. Explain this black mask. What the hell is it? Swerve walked out in the hallway, and Max let Prince Nana go. Swerve, be careful handling my property. Nice to finally see you out. I feel like you've been ducking me my whole time here in AEW. MJF says, Shane Strickland, Swerve, look at you, man. See, a lot of people don't know this, but we've got a big history. We used to do the those long car rides on the road every single week when we were trying to make a name for ourselves on the independence. And now look at you. All grown up, all the momentum in the world, beating some of the biggest stars in the company has to offer. Man, I am so proud of you. However, I haven't been ducking you. The reason you and I have made eye contact with this place, because unfortunately there's a level to this, and you're just not on mine. To make matters worse, I don't hear your music, your theme music. Therefore, there, there's your star power. It's funny you brought up those car rides. <clears throat> this is where I'm saying those were amazing. You remember that you were the best chauffeur I ever had in my life. Thank you, man. Let's go back to the interaction between you and William Regal years ago. Didn't you bring up an email about a trial that you just failed at? Turned you into the whiny little guy that you are today? Yeah, you're right. There are levels to this. You do tryouts, I sign contracts. And be careful how you talk to me because the last person that did, I hung him outside the ring around 13,000 people by a chain. MJF said, so solid monologue, bro. You're starting to get good on talking. I'm proud of you, but you talk about hangman and awful. That's almost 
obsessive. Now, it's funny you're talking about respect because I'm your world champion, kid. So you think you need to check your tone, watch your mouth, but I do have a question for you. Find a couple of things odd. Let me run them by you. You hate hangman more than anything. You want to be AEW world champion. So putting those things together, when I'm really thinking about, why wouldn't you frame hangman with a beer bottle? Why, why would you constantly try to get inside my head and your goons in the Mogul Embassy or jumping people creating a clear path for you? Finally, be a world champion on top like you're, you're truly. So are you the devil? Part of me really hopes so. Say this is your house. Well, you're looking at the big bad wolf of professional wrestling, and when I feel like it, I'll blow your house out. And then while I'm at it, I'll break both your arms so you can always swerve while you drive. I ain't the devil you're looking for, but you keep waving the championship in my front of me. Would be the one to bring you to hell. Rosanna opens door, and Brian Cage, Gates Agony stood by, swerve. Smoke walks by MJ, put his arms around him, and said, Swerve, well, what is it all good on this side of the hood, my friend? Associate and I have business elsewhere. Swerve goes, Go handle it. Roderick Strong with the Kingdom, take on Commander. Really good match. Roderick Strong wins this match in quick fashion. John Moxley versus Jay White in our main event. And what a main event it was. Excellent main event, and Jay White goes on to win. So next week in the Gold League Finals, it's a triple threat match between John Moxley and uh, Jay White and Swerve Strickland, which I cannot, cannot wait to see this matchup. It is going to be awesome, and you can count on it being awesome. Uh, and I, like I said, I cannot wait for this. Um, also... EAS playbook, and uh, cannot wait to see this. But NFL Week 16 predictions here in mere moments. And uh, NXT, uh, like I said, NXT prediction, or pardon me, NFL predictions. Uh, and uh, here we go on that. Uh, overall, 8 and 8, 57 and 44 last week. Saints versus Rams. I like the Rams over the Saints. Uh, the Bengals over the Steelers, Bills over the Chargers, Colts over the Falcons, Packers over the Panthers, Browns over the Texans, Lions over the Vikings, Washington over the Jets, Seahawks over the Titans, Jags over the Bucks, Bears over the Cardinals, I like the Cowboys over Miami, Broncos over the Pats, Kansas City over the Raiders, Giants over Philly and, Ra and San Francisco over the Ravens. And you're in the middle of the desk of the AES Chamber of Wrestling Podcast, episode 160, downloads 21,000 downloads, and we appreciate that very, very much. The Desk of EAS, the Chamber of Wrestling Podcast, is proud to bring in our very first sponsor, TNT Toys and Collectibles. Landon Teal is the man that took up EAS with a lot of his stuff in his sports room that you have seen on my Facebook page on Thursday for my show at 2 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 989-329-1770. Text or call Landon Teal. He'll hook you up. I'm going to buy action figures, comics, cartoon, and pop culture items. He'll buy individual items or bulk collections. He's located in the Midland Mall near the Target. He is also following him on Google, Facebook, and Instagram. He's looking for vintage, modern, and used, and new stuff. Just mention the Desk of EAS, Chamber of Wrestling Podcast, too. And Landon Teal at 989-329-1770. And Landon, my boy, will hook you up. Landon Teal, 989-329-1770.
TNT toys and collectibles inside the Midland Mall near Target. Landon Teal's the Landon Teal is the man to get a hold of. 989-329-1770. Text or call him. He'll hook you up. Welcome back to the Desk VAS Chamber Wrestling Podcast, episode 160. 21,000 downloads. Also from the Desk VAS Entertainment Wrestling is Turnmore on Facebook. Follow me there. Poppy, download all 159 episodes. Follow me on the X at EAS Desk of 2004. Shout out to Rob and Stacey and Wallace, Ron in Knoxville, and Jody in the Sioux. EAS Playbook exclusive Facebook at 2 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Our next show is we're going to take a week off. And in the new year, the first one is on January 4th, 2024. And we will see looking at episode 138 on Tammy Cinch, better known as Sunny. Back in the day, most downloaded celebrity on America Online. Book of the Week, great book up book. You need to check this out. 426 pages. Earl Hebner, Baby Earl Hebner, the official story. Wrestler of the Week, The Judgment Day and the Creed Brothers. And DVD of the Week, The Bruiser Brody, The Last Rebel. Top 10 singles and tag teams coming at you right now. The tag teams, Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs, number two contenders of the NXT World Tag Team Championships. Back on the countdown at number 10. Metaphor, the number one contenders of the NXT World Tag Team titles. Plummet, four notches from five to nine. The Mogul Embassy, back on the countdown. ROH World Six-Man Tag Team Champions at number eight. House of Black, the number one contenders of the AEW World Tag Team Championships. Uh, Ball one notch from seven to six. FTR, the number two contenders of the AEW World Tag Team Championships. Back on the countdown at number six. The family, the NXT World Tag Team Champions, fall three notches from two to five. Samoa Joe and MJF, the ROH World Tag Team Champions, back on the countdown at number four. Big Bill and Ricky Starks, the AEW World Tag Team Champions, still at number three. Judgment Day, WWE World Tag Team Champions, up five huge notches. Big Mover from seven to two. The Creed Brothers are still the number one contenders, WWE World Tag Team titles. And for a fourth straight week, the Creed Brothers are the best team in wrestling. Charlie Dempsey, number one contender of the NXT North American title, debuts at number 10. Dragon Lee, the NXT North American champion, falls three notches from six to nine. CM Punk, the number one contender of the WWE World title, up two notches from 10 to eight. Swerve Strickland, the number one contender of the AEW Triple Crown, up two notches from nine to seven. Randy Orton, the number one contender of the WWE Undisputed title, is at number six. LA Knight, the number two contender of the WWE Undisputed title, falls two notches from three to five. Orange Cassidy, the AEW International champion, is still at number four. MJF, the world champion, up two notches from five to three. Ilya Dragunov, the NXT world champion, falls one notch from one to two. And Seth freaking Rollins, up one from two to one. Back to number one is Seth freaking Rollins. Sky Blue, the number one contender of the AEW TBS titles at number 10. Debuts, Bianca Belair, the number one contender of the WWE Undisputed Championship is at number nine. Blair Davenport, the number one contender of the NXT world title, up two notches from 10 to eight. Becky Lynch, the number one contender of the WWE world title. Is at number seven. Nia Jackson, number one contender of the WWE World Title, is down one from five to six. Rhea Ripley, the WWE World Champion, up one notch from six to five. Io Sky, the WWE Undisputed Champion, still at number four. Julia Hart, the AEW TBS Champion, falls two notches one to three. Lara Valkyria, NXT World Champion, still at number two. And Timeless Tony Storm, the AEW World Champion, up two notches from three to one. EAS Wrestling Show of the Week, WWE's Monday Night Raw Match of the Week. Uh, Rampage Trios match, Commander El Vikingo, Penta El Zero Miedo took on uh, Action Andretti in top flight, and the Creed Brothers was Judgment Day for the WWE, WWE World Tag Team Championship. And flashback, the Macho Man, Randy Savage. 
There are so many things happening here in the World Wrestling Federation, including the crowding of a new Intercontinental Champion, the Honky Tonk Man, and Jimmy Hart and him are really delighted. They are partying it up. I don't know if the gal Betty Lou's involved with the party or not. Come on in, if you would, please. Macho Man Randy Savage. I don't know if you could be happy about this or not. Honky Tonk becoming the new Intercontinental Champion, and all of a sudden, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat is not. I'm delighted about it. Oh, yeah, congratulations. Let me throw my hand right through the video scope. Yeah, go on. Do your reign. Do your thing. But the Macho Man Randy Savage, yeah, understand that I got things in proper perspective now. Yeah, you're looking at the future of professional wrestling right now. You're looking at the future of the World Wrestling Federation. You're looking at the new world heavyweight champion. Let me repeat myself right there. Wait, wait, wait. I repeat myself. Go ahead. Tell me something right now. Yeah. Wait a minute. If you're telling me, Macho Man Randy Savage, that you're going to be the new heavyweight champion of the world. Don't you think Hulk Hogan's got a little to uh, say about that? Do you have something to say about it, Hulk Hogan? Do you have something to say to the Macho Man Randy Savage? Speak your piece right now! I don't hear nothing, no. I don't hear nothing. In fact, I don't think there's nothing that he can say. I, I don't believe he's here. Oh, he's not here! That's too bad, yeah. But when you, man, meet me in the ring, for the World Heavyweight Championship belt, let me tell you what's going to happen. No promises, just guarantees. The Macho Man Randy Savage is going to win the World Heavyweight Championship belt around my waist. Yeah, you know, that's a fact. You know, for you to become a champion of one sort or another here in the near future, I wonder, Macho Man, would that guarantee that I'd be seeing Elizabeth back during these interview sessions? Nothing's a guarantee, no. I'm on my way now, doing things my way, yeah. And when I'm the World Heavyweight Champion, I am going to continue, yeah, continue to do things my own way. Hulk Hogan, yeah, the inevitable. The inevitable is that I got your number, and your number is two, yeah. And you're looking at number one. Don't lose your money, man. Get on my good side right now, because you're looking at the World I Heavyweight I always thought Champion. I was on your good side. Not on my good side. No, the Macho Madness bandwagon is going on and on and on and on. And Hulkamania is, yeah, down here. Oh, wait, wait a Surpassed by Macho Madness. And that's something that everybody's going to have to accept. Randy, I'm getting some bad information because in private conversations I've had with Elizabeth, in regards to her tennis game, she has, she has told me that, that, that you think very highly of me. Uh, don't worry about nothing. No personalities come into effect right now because you're looking at the new world heavyweight champion. Yeah, Hulk Hogan. How do you like that? How about it, the Macho Man? Please check out our sponsor, TNT Toys and Collectibles at 6800 Eastman Avenue in Midland, Michigan, inside the Midland Mall next to the Target. They're looking to buy action figures, comics, cartoon and pulp pop, culture items. They also buy in bulk. Please contact them at 989-329-1770. 989-329-1770. Please, please let them know that the desk of EAS sent you. EAS is stock up or stock down. This week's EAS stock up or stock down brought to you by our friends at TNT Toys and Collectibles. EAS is stock up or stock down looks like this. Stock is up for Swerve Strickland. Uh, Swerve Strickland, his stock is on the rise. And uh, like uh, what I see in Swerve Strickland, Jay White, his stock is on the rise as well. Jay White, yes, Jay White, his stock is on the rise as well. And uh, 
Also, John Moxley, his stock's on the rise in this Continental Classic. Dragon Lee's stock is up as the North American Chamber. Rusha's stock is down. Commander stock is on the rise, part of that World Trios matchup that was in incredible. You need to join, you need to watch that matchup on Rampage. The desk of EAS Entertainment would like to thank our biggest sponsor, TNT Toys and Collectibles, at 6800 Eastman Avenue in beautiful Midland, Michigan, inside the Midland Mall. It's your blast from the past store items from your childhood and a huge collection of wrestling figures that buy, sell, and also they sell comic books and other novelty items. Contact the store owner, Landon, and tell him the desk of EAS, the champion of wrestling podcast, sent you to TNT Toys and Collectibles in beautiful Midland, Michigan. Welcome back to the desk of EAS, the champion of wrestling podcast, episode 160. Downloads for you, 21,000 downloads. And 21,000 downloads is amazing. We appreciate that. EAS is fave five for the men. We're going to do Randy Orton at number five, Cody Rhodes at number four, Seth frickin' Rollins falls two notches from one to three. L.A. Knight up one notch from three to two. And the Creed Brothers move from two to one. The women's fave five, Sky Blue at number five. Laura Valkyrie at number four. Julia Hart falls two notches from one to three. Cora Jade is up one from three to two. And Kiana, Kiana James, love this lady. She moves from two to one. And uh, what a great athlete she's becoming. Um, and I cannot wait to see what happens in 2024 with Kiana James. Also, EAS Spotlight this week is on Rick and Scott Steiner. Rick and Scott Steiner, the Steiner Brothers. And uh, we're going to go over that right now. They debuted together as a tag team in 1988 to 1999 and 2012 to the present for Scott Steiner. Rick Steiner is retired. Uh, they are Their surname is Rex Steiner. Remember when Scott Rex Steiner was part of WWA and part of the Bruisers World Wrestling Alliance in Indianapolis, Indiana, in the Detroit area, and defeated the Great Wojo for the WWA, WWA Championship. Um, they wrestled in World Championship Wrestling from 88 to 92. Starcade 88, Shoutdown Rumble. Scott Steiner started a company, his brother Rick, in his match by January 9. They were competing as a tag team. Missy Hyatt in the corner, Steiner's were up and coming tag team. Mixing technique, power, and agility, I agree. They're awesome. They're managed by woman, uh, which was Robin Green. And uh, so she was their tag team, or was the manager. She turned on him and feuded with Doom, the Soul Brothers Doom, which is Butch Reed and Ron Simmons later on. Uh, they feuded with the uh, Fabulous Freebirds, Michael P.S. Hayes and Jimmy Jam Garvin. Uh, they also have feuded with Many tag teams, the Million Dollar Team in uh, WWE, back in the day, WWF. They wrestled the Nasty Boys. They wrestled the Road Warriors. They wrestled Hirohashi and Kensuke Sasaki, and IWGP, to win the tag team titles there. They went to the World Wrestling Federation, won the World Tag Team Championships. They wrestled the Head Shrinkers at WrestleMania 9. They were in ECW for a cup of coffee, back to WCW, winning tag team belts. Scott Steiner became a world's heavyweight champion on five different occasions. Uh, Rick won every belt except the world's heavyweight title in his career. And championships, uh, George Treglis Luthez, Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame Class of 2014. NWA Mid-Atlantic Tag Team Champions, one-time New Japan Pro Wrestling IWGP World Tag Team Champions on two occasions. 
the PCW Tag Team Champions. Uh, they were uh, Pro Wrestling America Tag Team Champions, Pro Wrestling Illustrated PW Match of the Year. 1991 versus Lex Luger and Sting, Super Brawl 1. Uh, PW Tag Team of the Year, 1993. PW ranked them number two of the best 100 tag teams of PW years in 2003. Pure Action Championship Wrestling Tag Team Champions, United Wrestling Federation, uh, World Tag Team Champions for the Rock and Roll Express. World Championship Wrestling, Scott Steiner held the World's Heavyweight Championship. Uh, it says one time, but it was more than that. It was like five. Uh, World Television Champion five times, three for Rick and two for Scott. NWA Mid-Atlantic, WCW World Tag Team Champions seven times. United States Tag Team Champions once, Pat O'Connor Memorial Tag Team Tournament. WWF World Tag Team Championships twice, Hall of Fame Class of 2022. WWE Wrestling Observer Match of the Year 91 versus Hirohashi and Kintsugi Sasaki at the WCW New Japan Super Show on March 21st, 1991. Tag Team of the Year in 1990. Top Super, super Heavyweights of all time, the Mount Rushmore. And we're going to give it to you. Yokozuna, former two-time World's Heavyweight Champion and two-time World Tag Team Champion with Owen Hart, number four. The eighth wonder of the world, Andre the Giant, former World's Heavyweight Champion and World Tag Team Champion, part of the colossal connection with Haku. Vader, former uh, WCW World's Heavyweight Champion, IWGP World's Heavyweight Champion, Triple Crown Champion in All Japan Pro Wrestling, World Tag Team Champion with Bam Bam Bigelow at number two. And the Beast from the East, Bam Bam Bigelow, is the top super heavyweight at number one, former ECW World Champion. United States Champion in the NWA, or WCW, WCW World Tag Team Champion, part of the triad, part of uh, the group with franchise Shane Douglas, and no gimmicks needed, Chris Candino, the triple threat. He was a ECW World Television Champion, ECW World Champion. Beast from East, Bam Bam Bigelow is the best big man and the best super heavyweights. Again, number four, Yokozuna, Andre the Giant at three, Vader at two, and the Beast from the East, Bam Bam Bigelow. Before we head out the door, on January 12, 2024, the top 50 super heavyweights of all time uh, will not be the top 50 super heavyweights of all time, the top 50 wrestlers of all time from the 1980s. So on January 12, 2024, the top 50 wrestlers of all time from the 1980s starts 50 to 41. And now, before we say Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, which I just said, we'll return on January 5th, 2024. Follow me from the desk of BAS Entertainment Wrestling Astronomer on Facebook, Podbean Download, all 159 episodes. Follow me on the exit, EAS Desk of 2004. We appreciate you listening. This is one of our longest shows. And big shout-outs to Robin, Stacey, and Wallace, Ron and Knoxville, John of the Detroit Haynes in West Virginia, Buckshot in the Sioux, Lee in Ohio, Grayson Garrett in Midland, Jody in the Sioux, Mom and Dad on Drummond Island, David in Tucson, Kelly in Canton, Michigan, Olivia in the Sioux, Landon in Midland, Kim and Brad in Midland, and Michael and Cheyenne in the Sioux. As we close the show, remember, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Say something nice to everybody. Give your family a hug and a kiss. We'll return on January 5th, 2024. And now, time to close out the show with the EAS Wrestling Year End Awards. And our friends Metallica playing us out. Rookie of the Year, Ava Rain, third generation superstar. This is The Rock, Dwayne Johnson's daughter. Inspirational Wrestler of the Year, the MJF. Manager of the Year, back to back years, the wise man, Paul Heyman. Comeback Wrestler of the Year, to me, this is a no brainer, Randy Orton. Most improved. The AEW two-time international heavyweight champion, Orange Cassidy. Faction of the year, the Blackpool Combat Club. Feud of the year, Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Tag team of the year, the Judgment Day. Pay-per-view of the year, AEW All-In London. Wrestling show of the year, AEW Collision. Booker of the year, Tony Khan. Play-by-play announcer of the year, Vic Joseph of NXT. Analyst of the year, Tony Schiavone. Match of the Year, Women's War Games, Survivor Series, 
11-25-23. Check it out. Awesome. This is the match of the female wrestler of the year, Rhea Ripley. Who's going to stop her? And the male wrestler of the year, the longest-reigning AEW World Heavyweight Champion, MJF. And the e first ever a first ever EAS Legacy Award goes to the late Bray Wyatt. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year! Thank you very much for all the support here in 2023, and more support in 2024. I hope as we come back to you with episode 161 in the new year on January 5th, 2024. Downloads 21,000. Let's get those numbers up. Partly cloudy, 21 degrees here in the wrestling capital world in Sault Ste. Marie. Love you all, and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from EAS Entertainment. Copyright 2023.